singer Orest Lute with Slava Ukraini, Glory to Ukraine. Vitaye vas vsih, šanovne radio suhači na radio predaču naš holos radio ukrinskoho kurinja. S vame Pavlina Makwari, djakuju što rišale perebute zimnoju na stupnu hodenu. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm your host Paulette Demchek Makwari, pokrinske Pavlina, and I'm Glad to have you with me once again. In this hour, we'll be commemorating some of the more tragic events and eras in Ukraine's recent history. On the fourth Saturday of every November, Ukrainians around the world remember the Holodomor, the horrific famine genocide perpetrated by Stalin and his communist regime that deliberately starved to death some 7 to 10 million Ukrainians in 1932 and 33. Also, right now, uh, four years ago, we saw the uprising in Ukraine known as the Maidan Revolution, or the Revolution of Dignity, which deposed Viktor Yanukovych, the Kremlin puppet ruling and ruining Ukraine, and which led to the invasion of Ukraine by the current Kremlin regime run by Putin and the ongoing war in eastern Ukraine. So we'll be commemorating that event 
musically, as well on Ukrainian Jewish heritage, a thoughtful discussion about Ukrainian Jewish relations over the past century, including a surprising implication regarding Ukraine and the Holocaust. We'll also have our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and plenty of great Ukrainian music. And our music for this show will reflect these themes just mentioned, although uh, the music won't all be sad because the Ukrainian soul is irrepressible. And it is arguably our music, as well as our stubbornness and tenacity, that makes it so. So our next song is by the Kubasonics from their most recent album, Kub Funland, a multi-award winning album, I might add. And um, there's a story behind that. Uh, recently, I spoke with Brian Sherwick, the lead man of the Kubasonics, about that story and all the other interesting things that they're doing out there in Newfoundland. And we'll be sharing that uh, next week's program. But meanwhile, here is a song from that album called Kub Funland, and it is called Fiduli.
Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ChochenkoFoundation.com. Курс 
Отже, москалі, мову нам зіпсули Ліпше би ми ваш язик нігде та й не чули Люди гладять сорочки замість працювати А на мешти кажуть туфлі, як їх спам'ятати Ще не раз вам заспіваю, як буду у змозі Ще всі здибаєм ми з вами на вузькій дорозі Я співаю не від себе, але від народу Не крутіть нам голови, не робіть погоду Раз у дряві москалі, три москалі Розвалили СССР у запалі І додому, і так сишите І дайте нам Ukrainian singer Vasel Milnikovich with another one of those lively Ukrainian tunes that is sometimes the lyrics are lighthearted and other times they're not, as in this case. This is a kind of a thumb your nose at the enemy um, set of lyrics performed again by Vasel Milnikovich. The song was Moskali Kolomeka. And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baeger. Perhaps some listeners fall into the same serendipitous mood I do when reading a book or any collection of texts. Perhaps you start from the end, or the middle. After all, every story has a beginning, middle, and end. But it doesn't have to be told in that manner. A very interesting new issue of the Odessa Review prompts this reflection. The October-November issue focuses on one vital theme, relations between Ukrainians and Jews, past, present, and future. This very special issue supported by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, recognizes an important truth. As Vladislav Davidzon, editor-in-chief of the Odessa Review, notes, no matter how complicated or difficult the subject of Ukrainian-Jewish relations has been, the story is far from over. An impressive array of contributors presents multiple viewpoints on the complexities and challenges of the Ukrainian-Jewish relationship. Wolf Muscovich, Professor Emeritus at Hebrew University of Jerusalem, reviews the impact of two towering figures on Ukrainian-Jewish relations in the early decades of the 20th century. The Ukrainian writer Ivan Franko and the Zionist leader Vladimir Yabotinsky both attempted to build bridges between the two groups. Professor Moskovich shows how they helped to sow seeds of cooperation on what he calls distinctly infertile soil. A profile of the Ukrainian-born Israeli Anna Zharova, one of the founders of Israeli Friends of Ukraine, shows how cooperation has blossomed in a contemporary context. She outlines how both Israel and Ukraine can work with each other and learn from each other, especially in the humanitarian and cultural fields. The prolific author, historian, and Yale University professor Timothy Snyder is also represented in this special edition. His contribution underlines the fact that Ukrainian-Jewish relations were often subject to the malign influence of third parties. In his speech on Germany's historical responsibility to Ukraine, delivered to the German Bundestag in June 2017, Snyder points to the primacy of Ukraine in sparking the Second World War. He notes, Ukraine is the cause of the war. Had Hitler not had the colonial idea to fight a war in Eastern Europe to control Ukraine, had there not been that plan, there could not have been a Holocaust. In another take on third-party influence and Jewish-Ukrainian issues, the British scholar and journalist Bogdan Nahaila traces how Ukrainian and Jewish political prisoners forged solidarity in Soviet penal institutions. Ironically, It was the gulag that provided an unlikely forum for liberal Ukrainian and Jewish dissenters 
to meet and bond. Ukrainian journalist Vitaly Portnikov makes the astute observation that Ukraine remained a colony of Russia not because it purchased Russian gas or because its fourth president was a Russian puppet, but because the Soviet mentality of Ukrainians correlated to the Soviet mentality of Russians who were tragically incapable of adapting to modernity. The collapse of this mentality after the Revolution of Dignity and the Maidan in Kyiv marks the end of a multifaceted occupation Ukraine has endured since the 17th century. The consequences of all this, in Portnikov's view, are that Jews have seen that Ukraine exists as a political nation, and Ukrainians have seen that Jews could be part of this nation. For Portnikov, this has implications for the future evolution not only for Ukrainian Jews, but for Russian Jews as well. There is so much more in this issue to provoke thought. Professor Olga Gershenson of the University of Massachusetts Amherst analyzes Soviet film treatment of the Holocaust as well as the future of Ukrainian film in dealing with a morally complex past. Boris Hersonsky, Ukraine's best-known Russian-language poet and member of Odessa's Jewish community, addresses the debates about the status of Ukrainian Jews within Ukrainian culture after Maidan. Past, present, and future. There are still many stories of the Ukrainian-Jewish encounter to be told. As Odessa Review editor Davidson points out, the book has not closed on Ukrainian-Jewish relations. If anything, the people of Ukraine are writing the next chapter. For more information on this special issue of the Odessa Review, log on to www.odessareview.com. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Hollis Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. Michael Alpert and Julian Katasti from their album Songs from a Neighboring Village, a medley of Jewish and Ukrainian folk songs, and just a great example of the wonderful work that Ukrainians and Jews can do together when they don't have those malign outside forces messing things up for them.
Again, Julian Katasti and Michael Alpert with two Ukrainian folk songs, or sorry, a Jewish folk song, pardon my Yiddish here, Siz Gekimen, and the Ukrainian was Ususi Dachatabila, the neighbor's white house. Coming up next is a reminder of the ongoing war in Ukraine, a malign third party still interfering with Ukrainian affairs, which is what is behind the ongoing current war in eastern Ukraine. Here is a song about defiance and determination by a group called Shabla Life, and the song is Bratya Ukrainsi, Ukrainian Brothers. Люби мої діти, мила мамо і тату, я йду на війноньку нашу землю захищати. Не плачте за мною, якщо болі згину, все вітам за любоненьку нашу Україну. Єдинаємося, браття, Слухайте радіо передачу наш голос радіо українського коріння на багатомовній радіостанції АМ 1320 CHMB у місті Ванкувері. При мікрофоні Павліна. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host Павліна. Вмить осиротіли 
Гордые корабли Вірними присязи Просимо наказ Оборони Пороги в ефірі Брешуть наче пси Спереду шакали Рада зі спини, ти вперед готові, чуємо наказ оборона. Ми повинні тримати оборона. many songs composed and performed by actual fighters at the front. Um, That was a song about defense, actually translates sort of as defense, but it just encompasses so much more protection, um, love of family and country, and the song was called Oborona. Up next, on still on this same theme, is Marco Sablich, and this is a song from... A collection, I suppose, letters from the ATO zone, the war zone in Ukraine. And it's kind of lays out what life is all about on the war zone or in the war zone. It is called Temnaya Nietzsche, Dark Night. <laughs> Тільки гради свистять вдалині Без зупинок і без вихідних Лупить арта скажена В цей пізній час Ти, кохана, в фейсбуці сидиш Видивляєшся вістки за тобою Молиш Бога за мене Курва війна Розлучила з тобою мене 
Але вона неодмінно колись скінчиться Знаю тоді, знову ми, як колись заживемо Віра в це надихає мене і загарбником биться. Нечість повзе, вже осілася міцно в Криму, Пошматовано рідний Донець біль у душах стражденних. Так, як колись мій дідуньо фашистів смалив, Так і я за поребрик зжену окупантів мерзенних. Голод і сніг, бруд окопів у нігті проріз. І лиш у сні все ошатно і променисто Хоч би на мить доторкнутись до тебе з дітьми Обійняти стареньких батьків, прогулятись по місту Вже багатьох не побачиш у нашім строю Тіло в землі, але пам'ять про них не тлінна Низько вклонись всім загиблим в нерівнім бою Всім, хто душу і тіло Поклад за твою Україну. Land of plenty, please tell me if it's true. Land of plenty, what did they do to you? Land of plenty, they stripped your wheat fields bare Land of plenty, as if you were not there Land of plenty, they stripped your wheat fields bare Land of plenty, as if you were not there Land of plenty, your people lived off you But it started in 1932 Land of plenty, your people you could feed But that year you were robbed for foreign greed Land of plenty, your people you could feed But that year you were robbed for foreign greed Land of plenty, your people could not eat Satan's soldiers collected all your wheat In the name of was written to give equality in the name of an ideology that was written to give equality land of plenty refused the right to give and Ukraine Refused the right to live Land of plenty As if you were not there Land of plenty The 
Pesichnik, also known as Ludwig, from London with his original composition that tells the story of Holodomor, the Soviet famine genocide engineered by Stalin and his communist regime against Ukrainians in 1932-33, in which 7 to 10 million Ukrainians were deliberately starved to death. Kind of a senseless tragedy, a senseless, pointless, why would you starve so many people? What could that possibly accomplish except in the mind of somebody very deranged? Uh, here is Father Ihor Kutash to help us deal with the insanity of that event and also perhaps a better way to honor the memory of those who perished. Slava Isusu Christu, Father Ihor Kutash at the microphone. On the fourth Saturday of November, Ukrainians throughout the world have been remembering the millions of people who died in what has been called the greatest crime the world has ever known, the Holodomor Genocide of 1932-33 in the breadbasket of Ukraine, in the breadbasket of Europe, Ukraine. Members of the Hromada of St. Mary the Protectress in Montreal, of which I am pastor, were prominent in publicizing this ghastly tragedy, which was carefully, systematically, and consistently covered up by the communist regime based in Moscow. Many of them had survived this brutal attack on the people of Ukraine, who dared to oppose the utopian plans of the regime relying upon their faith and their dedication to the immensely fruitful land given them by God. It is very difficult to hear the stories of the survivors, and even more difficult to look at some of the few pictures that emerged from this horror in a land that was held captive by this inhuman regime. To this day, the few people who are still alive to recall those days cannot even speak of it without breaking down in tears. Nevertheless, the story must be told, and it is being told to an ever-widening audience in all the many media resources of our time. It is not, however, enough to simply recount the story and call for justice. How can any earthly judiciary find a punishment that would right the balance of the incredible wrongs that were done? If the blood of even one human being cries out to heaven, as we read in the Bible in the story of the two brothers Cain and Abel, how loud is the sound of the blood of millions! To simply tell the story and call for justice, which is certainly legitimate, even though earthly justice is exceedingly limited, would simply lead to unquenchable anger, hatred, and despair. And that would lead to further violence, crimes, and the perpetuation of the very hell that Christians are called upon to end in order for our Father's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, as we daily pray. Thus, the story must be told with hope in it. It is natural for Christians to do this, for we derive our identity from a terrible story in which there is hope for all eternity. The crime of deicide is greater than the terrible crime of genocide. Although the killing of God's creatures, created in His image and likeness, may also be seen as a kind of deicide. That is what was done to Jesus of Nazareth. Ignorant people debate to this day as to who carries most of the blame for this crime. Jewish authorities, Roman authorities, 
Judas Iscariot, or all of us for whose sin the Lord came to be the propitiation. Let us hear what Jesus himself says about this. No one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it again. We do well to remember these millions of victims of the Holodomor genocide in prayer to the Lord, for by doing so, we link their death with hope. We link it with the death and resurrection of the Lord of life. Thus, we see meaning in this seemingly senseless horror. And the victims become something else. They become martyrs, the martyrs of the Holodomor. They attest by their deaths that this horror should never be and must never be again. They attest that it is not God's will that humans should so abuse other humans, and God's will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven. Those who, blinded by the deceptive passion of lust for power, organized and carried out the horrible crime of mass murder of the people of Ukraine and Kuban, thought that in this way they would destroy this freedom-loving, rebellious nation, as was noted by Raphael Lemkin, who was the first to use the word genocide in reference to this very Holodomor. It turned out to have the opposite effect. This act of hatred and unbelievable cruelty calls the attention of the whole world to this nation and what has been inflicted upon it and elicits compassion and respect for it. Malice, hatred, cruelty can never have the final victory in this world, for its creator and source is the triune God, and his being is justice, mercy, generosity, in the word love. We remember these dead not as victims, but as martyrs. Slava Isusu Christu, glory be to Jesus Christ. Не в колись тіні, не в колись але у труні. 
Oksana Bilozier with a song released a few years ago to commemorate the memory of those who perished in Holodomor. The song is called Svichka, Candlelight. Here's what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. Tomorrow there will be a Holodomor Commemoration Day event held in Surrey at 1 p.m. at St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Centre. An ecumenical memorial service will be followed by two film screenings, a short documentary entitled Holodomor, Stalin's Secret Genocide in Ukraine, and the full-length 2017 feature film Bitter Harvest. Holodomor Commemoration Day, tomorrow, Sunday, November 26th, at 1 p.m. at St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Center, 13512 108th Avenue in Surrey. Next Friday, enjoy a pierogi supper at the Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Auditorium, 154 East 10th Avenue in Vancouver, from 5 to 8 p.m. For details, call Holy Trinity Ukrainian Orthodox Parish at 604-274-8030 or visit uocvancouver.com. Nash Holis airs in international syndication on PCJ Radio International, broadcasting to over 20 countries on AM, FM, shortwave, and satellite radio. On Wednesdays, catch Nash Holis Ukrainian Roots Radio, broadcasting live from Nanaimo to North and Central Vancouver Island, the Gulf Islands, the Sunshine Coast, Northwest Washington State, and in the Greater Vancouver Listening Area. Join me, Paulina, for the first hour in English, and Oksana Poparajnik for the second hour in Ukrainian. That's Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. And at 6 p.m. Saturday evenings, flip your dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me, Pavlina, for another hour of fun on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Please send dedications, requests, and suggestions to producer at nasholos.com. Your comments are always welcome. In between broadcasts, follow Nash Holos on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nashholos.com. На ферму колгоспи розвалити, на горілочку вишифер поміняти, і всім разом теплі хаті загуляти. Нехай наші вороженьки та й сміються, що давно городи в селах не оруться, що квітують не сади, а пом'яни, їм не знати, що то сіно для мар'яни. Під горою яворина і трава духняна. Хай живе кобила Зіна і коза Мар'яна. Очеретом наш ставочок заростає, Кумкобилу свою зіну запрягає, І дивліз валити дуба сухостоя, Щоб зимою нам зігрітися з кумою І нехай Росія газ відключає Нас ніколи таке лихо не злякає Бо Мар'яна є у нас і Єзіна Не поставлять Україну на коліна Від горої яворина і трава духняна Хай живе кобила Зіна і коза Мар'яна
Хай Росія газ відключає Нас ніколи таке лихо не злякає Бо Мар'яна є у нас і зіна Не поставлять Україну на коліна Від горою яворина і трава духмяна Хай живе копила зіна і коза Мар'яна And a very apropos song titled Ne postavlyat Ukrainu na kolina. And that translates as Don't Put Ukraine on Her Knees. And that was performed by two singers, E. Hanzera and M. Yanchenko from Ukraine. Nume vjeskinchila nasha prahamu paranam prostatisya nash teldin tejdin bovje chasta domo wiskazate dopobachinya. Alla peritemia kochu zalashitavas tekema slavame mudrostia. Nevsi pomelke mojna popravate. And our proverb of the week translates as not all mistakes can be corrected. And with that, we've come to the end of our program. To wrap it up, we have the Canadian Rhythm Masters and the Happy Times Polka. I'm Pavlina. On behalf of all of us here at Nash Holas and AM 1320, thanks for listening and Dobranich! <laughs> Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.